are good. We are. <laughs> We're good. We they hope, didn't ask. We hope, but we, <laughs> we hope you're good, too. We are good. Um, so this week, well, first let's start. Let's backtrack. How was your week up to this point? My week up to this point has been good. Good. I've had a really good week. Um, personally, and I've also had a really good week um, as far as like work is concerned as well, so. Good, yes, good I knew the other day that when we were talking about being overwhelmed, I knew it was going to slow down, and this week has definitely been the slowdown. It's been nice. I feel like, I feel like I can breathe a little bit better right yeah. now. Last week was kind of hectic because yes. of holiday and stuff like that. Black Friday stuff like that. If you work in retail, you get it. So if you know, you know. We just spent about an hour going over everything that we have planned through the end of the year. Yes. Which is super All the way cool. until December 30th. Yes. So we know what we're doing. We have an idea and we have a plan, which I think kind of makes me more excited looking forward instead of feeling like, what the fuck are we going to do? Like now I yeah. have like an idea of like, okay, this is what's happening. This is where we're headed. We have more of like a thought out idea so that yes. we're not, not to say that we're always like, oh no, we're going to. Right, right. But more so just knowing what we have in store. Um, helps us be a little bit more excited for each week because just like right. oh yeah I forget we get to talk about this and then you can kind of start like thinking about it more and like brainstorming like definitely like oh I really this might be a good idea or like this might be a good idea yes. so it's nice to have a blueprint so we definitely just did that yeah we did also um, a lot of love to everyone who had us in their Spotify Wrapped that was really sweet I don't use Spotify so I don't specifically know what Spotify Wrapped. It's is. like your most listened to I stuff. use Apple Music for anyone. I also use Apple Music, but I oh, know yeah. what Spotify Wrapped is. It's just yeah. like all your <laughs> well, most listened to. Our friend, um, John, he is in the 0.05% of listeners for John Bellion. Like, he <laughs> listens to John Bellion more than 0. 0.0. Like, he's in the 0.05% of people. He's in the top percent. Yeah. Like, ha- less than a whole percent. Like, that's <laughs> how much he listens to John Bellion. It's really impressive for him and Spotify I told, and Spotify yeah. tells you yeah. that yeah like congratulations it, John yeah if John we, we know you're listening I'm sure I'm gonna get a text about this a second congratulations <laughs> the episode John. goes up but yeah so this Number week we so the back to basic series is done that was She's our wrapped. that was our Spotify wrap yeah that was a we bad put pun that bow on sorry. the present yep. shipping her out but we enjoyed it we can bring it back for a part two maybe someday yeah, we but I think we're ready to move on to some big girl things yes but I think today is a good segue because I think you could definitely look at this as a back to basics kind of topic. But I think we're going to go a little bit more. A little deeper. A little deeper into it, which is when we did a poll saying, you know, do you want to keep it more lighthearted or do you want to keep it deeper? And you guys said deeper. Yeah. Just barely, though. It was close. Barely. So, But, gonna... you know, we're going to take that very small barely mm-hmm. and we're going to make that a yes. We can do both. We can do both. We can do both. I feel like it'll, I feel like with us and the dynamic that we have, yeah. it'll be super deep and super lighthearted. Like it's hard for us. We just, time. we'll just end up busting out laughing about something random. Yeah. Um, if you need something a little lighthearted to think about, it is currently 2.35 on a Wednesday and Aaliyah asked me if she could have a McUltra. So that's where we're at. Um, well, that's where Aaliyah's at. I have to go to class after this. I don't. So <laughs> Finals. Um, but yeah, so that might be something lighthearted. I don't know when you're listening to this, but if you need a McUltra, I don't care what time it is. Have yourself Get a, a McUltra. I also don't drink beer. No, you, you drink that. I think it's I do drink that's this. what we always have here at the yeah, house. Yeah, and so I'm just like, sure, why yes. not? I'll drink a McUltra. But if I had a choice, I wouldn't drink beer. Yeah, fun fact about me, Ever. every time somebody's in my house, I have to offer them a drink, like, immediately. Yes. And I really don't take no for an answer, because... She'll make you one anyways. Yeah, I will. She'll make you one anyways. And so, whenever Leah's here, I'll just bring her a McUltra, so I think it just be, kind of came a thing where you just, like, started to drink it. Yeah. Um, because so, why not? Yeah. What else am I going to drink? Well, I feel bad if people ever come to my house and, like, we're drinking, and if they're, like, not ever, like, if they're not over at the house as much, and they come over and, like, we're drinking, I feel like bad not being like do you want one you know because if you don't know to bring them then what do you get to like miss out on the fun like no not on my watch well that and jessica literally will drink any kind of beer that you give her yeah i said that to somebody the other day i was like i don't i'll drink anything and i know that sounds like the fuck but i mean i just she'll literally drink anything i don't really have too much of a preference like there are some stuff i'd probably rather not drink but it's jessica she'll drink anything have you ever had a natty daddy no those are fucking awful it's like eight percent. It's eight percent natural light. Did you shorten it? No, that's the name. Natty Daddy. Daddy. That's correct. Mm-hmm. That's a beer. Mm-hmm. It's like natural light. It's like a spinoff of natural light. Hi Zeus. <laughs> Hi Zeus. Zeus was just like, I'm here, bitch. <laughs> 
<laughs> he can open my door. Lay down. Lay down. Glad to have you here, Zeus. Lay down. He's honestly the cutest thing walking. He is. Um, that's the second appearance Zeus has made in the podcast back to back. He it wants is. to be famous. He said, hello, world. So anyway, not about the Natty Daddy. It's <laughs> not the episode. So today we're Back to what the hell this is actually about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, self-acceptance. Yes. Self-acceptance. We're going to talk a little bit about that today. A lot about that. We're going to talk today. a lot about that today. Yes, we are. Because I have a lot of things to say. Yeah, Aaliyah feels very passionately about kind of like the physical aspect of it. I have, I think everybody's kind of felt all of the things as far oh, yeah. as like when you don't accept yourself. Personally, for me, I think I'm definitely more of an internal overanalyzer in terms yeah, of are. accepting myself. So yeah. I think that was my journey. Was I feel like you're an internal analyzer as a whole. Yeah. Like, I feel like that is just you. And it's not like a bad thing at all. I just feel like you internalize almost everything. And I think, honestly, Jess, I think it's because you're a cancer. I think it's because you're a water sign and you just feel all the feels, but you feel the feels by yourself. Yeah. Um, and then you let it overtake you. And I'm just like, dress cuts. Literally, it's, it's, it's I, okay. I'm a little bit of a people pleaser, but I think that's because I really like, the thing that makes me happiest in the world is when I make other people happy. So I always want to be able to do that. But so you can't think, make everyone happy. I know, happy. and I, I have to remind myself that. But my <laughs> my journey with self-acceptance was definitely internal. Like, obviously, mm. there's things when I looked in the mirror at times, I was like, damn. But it wasn't, like, my whole... <laughs> like, damn, like, bad? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Me until, like, like, senior year in high school, exactly. I was just like, Darn. Everybody like, has those good. physical things, but mine, yeah. I think, was more internal, and, and I know you want to talk about physical stuff. So I think, again, we come at it from different points of view. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think within all of that, we're going to talk a lot about comparison. Yes. Um, which, she, as one once said, comparison is the thief of joy. I've and it is. That. You never but heard that? But it is true. Yeah, the comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah. So, Honestly, here we are. Here we are. So, let's go into the internal stuff. So, I think a lot of times people struggle with self-acceptance internally because they judge who they are. Yes. And I think they're are two things about this I think there's a lot of things about you that are just your nature like just who you are your kind of like genetic or environmental things about you that have just become very innate like that's just who you are and you can't change it yes but then there's also this whole other world of things that you could change if you wanted to change them there are things that you could work on or things that you could alter and this is kind of an embarrassing story but back in like middle school and like early high school whenever we'd have like a long break like Christmas break or like summer break or even Thanksgiving, I would tell myself that when I went back to school, I would be a different person. And like people would be like, Jessica said, Christmas break, coming back, a brand new bitch. (laughs) Because I was so like, I felt like people didn't like the real me. And so I was always thinking like, they're not even going to recognize this new person. Like I'm going to be a whole new bitch. And it wasn't physical. It was entirely internal. Like I was going to, my biggest thing was I thought I talked too much. And I thought I was obnoxious and annoying. Because you know in middle school people would call people annoying all the time? Yeah. And you never really hear that as much anymore. Like, you're annoying. But, like, in middle yeah. school it would be like, you're an annoying bitch. But, and that was me. Like, <laughs> That's people it. thought I was so annoying. And I thought I was annoying. So I was always like, how can I change myself whenever I go on these long breaks in, like, elementary school through, like, early high school? I, I did this consistently every Christmas break. I would, like, write down who I wanted to be. Um, I'm going to be someone that the boys want. I'm going <laughs> to say... somebody that the boys oh, want. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A girl whose milkshake brings all the boys together. <laughs> wow. I could use some help in that department. I told you. I still don't have milkshakes. But what I do have now is self-acceptance. So What I have now is confidence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I was really determined no to change everything. And it was... Now looking back, I'm like, that's sad. But like, I feel like a lot of people can relate to that. Like being really, really young... And caring a lot about what people say about you or how yeah. people view you. And even if it wasn't like Christmas break, because that's very specific. <laughs> that so um, sometimes for people, it was just like over the summer. And I think for like the high school that I went to whenever I moved here, I saw people change the most over the summer. Mm-hmm. Like you would leave in May and you come back in August and you'd be a whole new girl. Yeah. Like people like and literally people mm-hmm. would not recognize who it was like whether it was a change in like how you dress mm-hmm. or if it was a change in your hair or if it was a change in I don't fucking know literally anything. Drinking or doing drugs or something like that. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah definitely. Yeah whenever kids in high school started doing drugs you could tell the kids mm-hmm. that were doing drugs and drinking too much and all that shit. I feel like my high school is like 
pretty small in the sense that, like, you couldn't really get away with shit like that. Like, mm. yes, people were changing, but, like... It was, I, like, very minute, or it was you just You were just subtle. watching it as it happened. Like, it wasn't, like, a big... Mm. You know? Like, you were, like, seeing it happen, and then one day they were just somebody different. Um, yeah, I, I don't know when the moment was for me that made everything click, but I want to say it was, like, a slow progression, and then what really sealed the deal was after I left my last kind of, like, spout in counseling which was my sophomore year of college. So, like, this was a very long process. And I, and I never want to give the impression that what the things that we're saying, if you do them or if you incorporate them, like, in two weeks' time, you're going to be a whole new bitch. Like, maybe, and that's cool, but it, sometimes, sometimes it there's takes a process. years. There's levels to this shit. Yes, it depends on how deep this runs for you. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that's something that you don't hear a lot. It's like, and this is, I think, what we were saying about self-care is it's not a baseline, like, there are people out there who don't accept themselves because of some deep shit. And there are some people out there who don't accept themselves because they wish their hair was as blonde as that girl because that girl gets more guys. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it really just depends on kind of where you're at um, and your self-love journey. So I never want to, like, say, you know, if you do X, Y, and Z, you are going to love yourself so much. But I think it's a good Because it's a it's little a deeper than that, but point. it's a start. It is a start. Yeah. I... I just want to say this as well. It will never matter what other people think of you as much as it matters what you think of you. That is so true because honestly, truly, people are so temporary. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot, for me, I know whenever somebody is relatively temporary in my life. Mm -hmm. But it just in general, I don't really care what people have to say. I think to an extent. And that took time. Yeah. That took a lot of time for yeah. me to get to that point where I was just like, I'm going to do this or I'm going to live this way or I'm going to be my authentic self. And I don't really give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Sorry for my language. Um, I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> pointless. Sorry. Pointless really, considering we're going to say it I'm 15 sorry. more times. Every time I'm about to say the F word, I think of your grandmother. I also think of my grandma. <laughs> I, and I haven't even met her, but I just think of her and I'm just like, oh, Joanne, But yeah, I really don't give a fuck what people have to say about me, how I choose to live, how I choose to dress, how I choose to have my hair, how I choose to do my makeup, what I choose to do to my nails, what I choose to do with my body. World. Give her a moment of silence. And go on. Yeah, so... (laughs) (laughs) I just felt very passionate about that. But I think... As far as, like, internal is concerned, Mm -hmm. I feel like people just have to... I feel like we've said this before, Mm -hmm. soul-searching. Very real. But I think that is whenever you sit down and you think to yourself, like, okay, here are the things, your strengths and your growths, not weaknesses. And you have to sit down, you have to think about these things. Don't internalize the bad things. Mm -hmm. Do not internalize the bad things. Because I don't think they're necessarily bad. I feel like they're growing points and you can grow out of all of your bad habits. Or they're just different than other people. I think that's, that is such a big thing is you, sometimes you look at these traits that you may have and you think of them as a negative. But it's not always negative. It's just different. But there are some negative traits that people have that That they can, that are just negative. Yeah. Not everyone has like really, really terrible negative traits. But if you do girl Mm -hmm. or boys... Make sure that you're very aware of that and yeah. that you're taking those steps to fix, the, fix those things because that can also help mm-hmm. with self-acceptance and that can help with who you are because some people have different types of negativity because they're not okay with who they are. Right. And I feel like you have to understand that and it is okay to have that realization. But once you have that realization, you have to do something about it. You yes. have to change it. You have to start working on becoming a better you because mm-hmm. then that will help with your growth overall, I think. Yeah. I th- that was my rant. Sorry. No, no. I think you're absolutely right. I think sometimes when you – I think self-awareness is so key. But I think as always these days, you know, you take one nugget of wisdom, which is self-reflection, self-awareness, and then people just take it and run with it. That's true. And then they just get so fixated at all the things they need to change and they're not – Thinking about not all the beautiful things that like are already there. I post on the Instagram, um, at a licensed podcast, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the other day. And it was like, you have so much to offer as the person you are right now. Mm-hmm. And that like really touched me. And I think it touched some other people that I know are kind of like going through things like, you know, am I enough where I am right now to start? And I, yes, you are. 
And I think the biggest piece of advice I have, this is a two-parter because I want to go back to what you said about not caring what people think about you real quick. Yeah. Because I think there's a caveat to that. Mm-hmm. And I think this is one of those things that whenever we went into self-care and we were like, okay, stop saying self-care. Let's think about what it is, right? Like, mm-hmm. let's use a different word. I think it's important to remember that the I don't need to care what other people think about me is true, but you do need to care what some people think about you. Oh, yeah. You I'm have, not saying, like, no, fuck I know the you're world. Not, but oh, I think yeah. some people really take that as, I don't give a fuck what anybody say about me. I don't I'll give do a what fuck. I want. And I think that's really I think that's, like, not good. Isolating. Yeah, I feel like that's not really you, good. You that's, do need to care. It's, <laughs> you do, you need, do to need to care. You need to have some type of morals. You, need, you do need to stand for something. The people that love you. Yes, you should care you what should, they think. You should care like what they think. Like your parents. Your parents, you um, should care what they think. If you're close to, I don't know, your grandparents, if you're close to siblings, yes. if you're close to cousins, like if you have best friends that you grew up with all your life and they know you like... The back of their head. Like, <laughs> yeah. like your family would know you. You should probably kind of sort of you care what they You need to care what they think. think. But as far as like the outside world, like if I go to Kroger... And if some old ass lady that's in there has something to say about what I'm wearing, I don't give a fuck what you have yeah. to say. You get your groceries, bitch, and you go back to your house. Yeah. That's how I feel about that. No, but yes, yeah. you, need, you do Other need to care. Don't you get need to care. Other people do not get a say in no, what you don't. do. But I think if you need the feedback of, am I doing this, you know, in the most kind way or the most honest way, ask those people in your circle. Yeah. But... I also think, and this is something, probably the best And allow them advice. to be honest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't best get butthurt. Best piece of advice I've ever heard in my life, this has literally changed everything for me, is never take advice from someone you wouldn't want to model your life after. True. Because people take advice from others, but, like, you don't want their life, so don't take their advice. Like, I know that's... I don't want to end up like you. But, like, if I was friends with somebody who was like, I never want kids, right? I wouldn't be like, so what do you think about parenting? You know, like... (laughs) You know, don't take advice from people if you don't want to follow in their footsteps. That's true. Basically, someone's giving you advice based on their lived experiences. That are not your lived experiences, nor will they ever be your lived experiences. if you don't have any interest in kind of emulating what they've done with those lived experiences don't listen to that advice so i think when yeah, you're and looking, also don't take it personal whenever they have something to say about the way that you're living your life yeah because that's not a way that they have ever seen their life to go so mm-hmm. you can't really <laughs> based off of what they say or how they think because it's not your reality i think internal self-acceptance is having a people around you that are i mean i think we say this every time but i it's so so important to have really genuine people around you that are supportive and kind and give you more positive feedback than they give you negative feedback. And I think that's because a lot of people, especially in like the early stages of adulthood, there are a lot of people realizing that their friends who they thought were their friends are not their friends. Mm-hmm. And I and that's why I think it's so important to continue to say, because this is a very pivotal point whenever people are realizing who their real friends are and some of their friends are actually their enemies and they're preying on their downfall, and they really don't want you to do anything great in life, um, and whatever the fuck else they think, because mm-hmm. honestly, at this point, who cares what they think? But you have to make sure that you have those genuine people, so that way you have the most positive upwards trajectory yes. that you could potentially have. Because other people are what is what's nourishing you at the end of the day, and that's what's helping you grow, and, mm-hmm. and I never want... Even though it has self-acceptance in front of it, it's not a solo mission. Like no, you're it's not, not like embarking on this on your own. If it you don't have, it's all it will always take a village. No matter what you do in life, no matter what we're talking about, it's gonna take a village. And it's who that village is for you, that's entirely up to your situation. I can't tell you that. But what I will say is that's half of it, is having those people, having people who give you positive and negative feedback. I'm sure we're gonna keep saying it until we're blue in the face. Until and I it gets will glad- nailed. And in. I will gladly say it until we I'm will blue continue in the face. to remind you that yes. if if it's not the people in your life, it's gonna be something else. Like if it's not the happiness that you're getting from them, then you're not gonna have as much of a growth. Like it has to be the people around you mm-hmm. to contribute to that. Um, because that's half of it. And the second half of it is if you don't like what you see in the mirror internally or physically, it's going to be very difficult for you to have healthy relationships. I really believe in this. Because no, if, I do too. If you don't like you, why why do you feel confident somebody else will like you? Right. And I don't think that's to say you, know, you can't love someone without loving yourself. It's just it's hard to have a super reciprocal relationship. relationship. Whenever you don't like yourself. Right. 
And I think that sucks. Like, I hate that. And you, also, and you also cannot depend on someone else to help you like yourself. Yeah. You, you have to like yourself. You have to be okay with who you are. Yeah. Because if you are not, then the other, if you bring a whole other person into it, it's not going to be anything that is positive for you or for them. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be positive on either end. So you have to make sure that you completely have your shit together before you even try to embark on anything that may be... Romantic or, or Romantic just a or just completely platonic. Yes, for sure. You have to make sure that you're okay with you. I think what changed for me, and I know I said it came from being that last kind of time I had in counseling, but it was a journey before that. Like, I was definitely getting better before that. And I think what changed the game for me in terms of liking who I was, was A, I started being vulnerable with how I felt and just being okay with feeling that way. Like, it, it was about for me being like, you know what, like... I don't need to change who I am because I'm all of these other things. Right. So for me, it was being vulnerable enough to talk to people and be like, you know, I don't love this. And then it was amazing to have people like say back to me, I love that about you. And I wrote a whole blog post about the things that I think people hate about themselves the most is actually what makes them special. Yes. Like for me, That's I've what makes always you hated from other people. The, the talking. Like I, I'm such a talker, you know, and it's not that I don't I listen, but like I'll be everybody's best friend. And I used to think that was super annoying. It's not. And then I started to be around environments where people really liked being around me. And I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. Like, this is what makes me special. And it's something that I used to hate about myself. I and used to I think also, people didn't want to be my friend. And I don't think that it's annoying at all. I think it's really important. Well, for Jessica specifically, I feel like anybody new could walk through a door and Jessica, like, because you know how it's really awkward whenever you're like in a setting and you know a lot of people in the setting and there's like those couple people that you don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're the type of person that would be like, I'll be right back. And then you'll just go over there and be like, hey, what's your name? My name's Jessica. <laughs> and yeah. then start like a whole conversation, get to know how they grew up, what high school they went to, if they go to college, what yeah. they're doing in school, what they want to do with their life, where they see themselves in five years. Like that is a general conversation starter for Jessica. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like it's a good thing that you're so friendly. I think it's a good thing that you talk a lot because you're able to make people feel comfortable. Yeah. And so I don't, so, uh, and obviously like the thing that you hate about your, that you didn't, I won't say hate, that you didn't like mm-hmm. so much about yourself is something that makes you different that other people like about you. It was crazy. Like it used to be for me, like something I thought made me different. And I think when you're younger, the term I'm different kind of seems negative. negative and then you get older because then and you, you crave because, that feeling. And mainly because kids would be like, oh, you're different you're a weirdo right you're weird you don't do what everybody else is doing and it's not a bad thing to be weird like normal people honestly like they fucking suck you're boring you need to spice up your life but i bet you it's because those people have a trait about them that they don't like but really if they tuned into that they would be just as much of a bright light in somebody else's life i really actually you too could be a weirdo i was about to say i urge you if you're listening to this right now pause what trait do you have that you feel like is your weak point or something that makes you an something outcast? Something that you think is like weird, quote unquote weird or annoying. And it can be the same as mine. You know, obviously not everybody has a different one. Like right. not like whatever. Like you could, yours could also be, I feel like every time I'm in a room, I just want to talk to everybody. And I think people really get annoyed by that. They don't. They absolutely don't because people love to feel loved. I don't care who you are. People love to feel loved. You could be the most heartless bitch on planet earth. And when you get loved. And you would still love to be loved. Mm-hmm. So what is yours? Let me know. I'm very no. I'm curious because I'd like to explain I'm it to you in a way. I'm trying to think about what mine is. Oh yeah, think about it. <laughs> anyway, so now we're gonna cut to our commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> now we'll be right back. I mean, maybe not everybody has one that like stems right to you, but I think a lot of times you don't something accept yourself I don't like. because, and you could have honestly gotten over it if you think about it from high school or something like that. I mean, yours could honestly be if you struggled with coming out. And then you finally did and you realize that's a superpower for you. That's sick. <laughs> I you know? wish it was a superpower. It is. But I think I think what I didn't like about myself so much, like growing up, and that I internalized a lot, but I mean, some people don't think it's a terrible thing, is the fact that I don't really know if other people realize it, but I'm very observant. Mm-hmm. I don't really talk too much whenever I first meet somebody unless it's in like a, a very specific setting like work and I have to talk to you or I have to train you or I'm training with you to right. learn something else. Like obviously then I have to talk, but if not, and if I'm just like in a room of people, I'll just be completely quiet or I'll just listen to you 
Um, and some people may think it's because I'm very standoffish or because I'm not interested, but I'm very interested. I'm just taking everything in that you're telling me mm-hmm. and I'm learning about you and I'm trying to not get a handle on you, but also like kind get of a feel like for it. get a feel for you, kind of sort of see what you're about. But now that's something that I love about myself. But it wasn't something that I liked so much whenever I was younger because I thought people thought, oh, there goes that quite weird bitch. Right. She's judging me. Right. <laughs> She'll never have shit to say, but yes. she'll always be here. And I'm just like, I'm just, I'm Observing. just catching a vibe. Right. And I think that's cool. Like, I think the day you accept yourself is the day you take that, like, little thing about you that maybe other people told you was weird. And you're like, no, this is my superpower. I also This do is what think, makes me different. I also do think that self, self-acceptance for me was realizing that I was gay for real. Well, I bet for you, that's true. I feel like that was like, that was honestly true self-acceptance for me. And it became even more self-acceptance whenever I went and like talked to somebody about it. Yeah. And it wasn't even like a therapist. It was literally like my advisor from my first college that I was at Mm -hmm. because she was, she was really young. She wasn't gay, but she was just like very, she was just like very inclusive and she just made you feel very comfortable. She was almost like a you, but like an older woman. I'll be there one day. You'll be there. You will be that person. <laughs> I swear to God, Jessica, you will be that person one day. And I, so. I think that was the first step of like ultimate self-acceptance for me. Right. Um, was realizing, hey, Leah, you actually don't try to convince yourself that you're bisexual. That's not happening. You're actually just straight up lesbian and it's okay and that's okay and that's fine and that is something that you will grow into that is something that you will learn to love about yourself that is something that I wouldn't say would get you far in life but also I just think whenever you are a part of many different um I won't say oppressed I'm oppressed but whenever you're a part of different um Whenever you're a part of different communities that are Jessica not... Bolo just left the chat. <laughs> this Whenever... is no longer my episode. <laughs> Whenever... Whenever you're a part of different communities that are not... Um, I'm an ally. <laughs> Jessica's an ally. Whenever you're... like, Since I'm a part of the LGBTQA plus community, whenever you're a part of those different um, minority groups you are able to see life in a different light. Mm -hmm. And I also think that helped um, with my self-acceptance, finding other people that were just like me, um, listening to other people's stories that were nothing like my story, but was something that I could completely empathize Mm -hmm. with them and be like, holy shit, completely respect. I met so many dope-ass, cool-ass people at USC Mm -hmm. just from being in the organization that I was in and whenever we would work with other organizations and just sitting down and listening to stories that they had or having guest speakers at Chapter um, whenever I was still in college. I feel like that also helped. I just feel like it's a lot of small things that you have to appreciate in that moment and also make sure that you are internalizing the good things whenever you internalize the good things that is another thing that helps with self-acceptance internalize the good things let that simmer let you think about it for a little bit talk about it with somebody else Mm -hmm. talk it over um and maybe you'll be able to get a better handle on it but for every negative thing you think about yourself you have to say five positive ones like that me and bria me and bria tell that me and bria used to tell that to ashley every single tuesday these are friends of ours bria and ashley are two of my best friends that I hang out with on Tuesdays. We see each other every single week. I think it's a necessity at this point because I love them so much. But we told Ashley one time because she was just going through it. School was a lot. Work was a lot. It was just a lot for her. And we were just like, Ashley, every time you say something negative, you have to say three positive things. And every time she said something, me and Brew were just like, now name three. Yeah. Right now. That's a good rule. Or you don't take another sip of wine. <laughs> no, but that's a great rule. You are rule. going to name three yeah. great things that are happening right now are three good things about yourself before we even continue. That's a really good rule. It is. You should and do that to your friends. I think even if it's a negative thing, like, God, today sucks. No, it doesn't. The weather's great. I have a full tank of gas. Name three things that you should be grateful for right now. Right. I used to do that, actually. When I was really going through last year, I used to do that. So I think it is just conscious efforts you make every day to to be your own friend. Yeah. Like, the way you treat a friend. Like, Love yourself, please. Treat yourself the way you would treat a friend. And I think when you really do it and not just be like, I'm my own best friend. Like, actually do be it. Be your own best friend. And talk to yourself. Talk to yourself. Talk it is to okay. your water, as I mentioned. Yeah, talk to your water. I don't think I'll talk to my water, but I will talk to myself. If you feel like talking to I will to talk to water, myself in the shower. That's 
that's talking to your water. In my head, that's talking to your water. Okay. If you're kind of just well, like Well, I guess I talk out, to water. Oh. Zeus also talks to his water. <laughs> See? He talks to his water. So be your Zeus own friend. Like, I'm beautiful. And I'm strong. Please tell us your trait that you're going to work on changing the narrative of. Because it's your superpower. It makes you a unicorn. And I want to see all your horn. I don't want to. I don't. I don't. It's fine. Anyway, so so now we're gonna now we're gonna move into the. the, We're sorted, right? Yeah, we're sorted. Okay, be your own friend. Yes. (laughs) Change change the narrative of the traits you don't like about yourself, and be surrounded by people who are uplifting. Yes, please. Do those three things. Come back to me. Tell me how you're doing, and then we can work. Yes. Get a baseline. Now we're gonna talk about um, more so the physical aspect and this is why i have a lot to say about it and i specifically wanted okay everyone i'm gonna be honest we just had a slight intermission yes we did my heat's been broken in my house for a couple days and um they just came to fix it yeah and i think you were literally just talking about at the beginning how it wasn't working and how they were thinking about i, think, I don't think i mentioned it i should have oh, but yeah. yeah so anyway we had to take a slight intermission <laughs> that's why zeus was talking so much Turns living out conditions he yeah. does not talk to his water he was just saying he was hey, simply Jess, saying, hey there's here. someone in the house yeah yeah, yeah. both are fine Thanks, both zeus. are adequate thank you so, so much. what we were trying to do is transition into physical appearance acceptance yes and i know this is something that you feel super strongly about yes so it is Enlighten me, please. So, for me, growing up, my parents were not super strict on, like, what we looked like. Like, mm-hmm. physically. Like, body weight as much. Yes. Like Because I know some people's parents make a very big deal about that. And I think that's very unhealthy. I think that is very um, rude. I don't think... That's I don't, rude. That's rude. I really don't think parents should do that, like telling their kids that they're fat or telling their kids that they need to lose weight. I don't think that's a good thing to do. I think it's different whenever your parents are concerned about your health. Yes. But whenever it's concerned, like whenever their concern is your physical appearance, I don't think that's cool. Um, But anyways, I was really into sports in high school. Um, I also danced. And so I was just always moving around doing a lot. Um, And while doing that, I always wanted to make sure that I stayed like skinny Right. I always wanted to make sure that I was skinny, but obviously, and me, you, and Kelsey were talking about this while we were eating noodles. Kelsey's our head of HR. Yeah. Kelsey literally, shout out to her. Shout she out Kelsey. really helps us as far as like honing in on yeah. what we should talk about and then also like keeping us grounded. Yeah, yeah. Like making sure that we're getting deep enough and she like just throws out ideas and we're just like, hell yeah, Kelsey. So love you so much, Kelsey. Yeah. Um, but we were talking about at the table how, you know, whenever you leave out of high school, it is different because you're not as active. You're not moving around right. all the time. You're not doing the things that you were doing. But also, guess what? Your body's not the same anymore um, Your at hormones all. aren't the same anymore. Your hormones are absolutely not the same anymore. Um, sometimes you get on birth control, and that can completely change how you look physically. Sometimes your metabolism just don't be metabolizing anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes that shit just starts to slow down, and that's just what happens. But I think... For me, I had a very hard time thinking positively about my body. Um, And I think it was mainly because at the time, like social media, it was very, and it's very different now, but whenever I was in high school, it was very ideal for women to be skinny. Mm -hmm. Um, For you to be skinny, for you to not have any stomach pudge, for you to not have any cellulite, for you to not have any types of body like imperfections. Like that, it you just didn't have it, and women in the media that you saw did not have any. They were flawless, and that's not realistic. No. And I think it took me a very long time to realize that it was not realistic. And I went from being like a size four, a size two, and a size four, all through high school, and maybe slipping into a six my senior year of high school and my freshman year in college. And then all of a sudden, I'm like a size eight slash ten, and it was really hard for me to come to terms with. Aaliyah, your body is not the same. You're not going to physically look the same. And that took a lot of acceptance for me. And it took a lot of talks um, with, like, my friends and stuff about, like, how I viewed myself and how I viewed my body. 
Um, and to be completely honest, I love my body now. Do I say certain things about my body? Yeah. Like, yeah, you do. And it drives me up a wall. It drives Jessica absolutely bonkers. I don't but like it. there's always going to be things about your body that you oh, don't yeah, like. Definitely. Like always. And so, like, I. I don't necessarily like the fact that I have a very small fupa. If you don't know what a fupa is... I didn't. I'll be honest. I didn't. Aaliyah educated fupa me. Fupa means fat upper puss area. Um, and, you know, sometimes it's just there. And she just be doing her thing. And it's, and it's fine. Like, my thighs got bigger. My ass got bigger. My boobs got bigger. My stomach got a little bit bigger. But it was something that I was able to accept. And people are just like, oh, you can go to the gym. You can work out. But the thing is, is if I go to the gym and if I work out, I want to make sure that with me personally, knowing how I was in high school and knowing how I was my freshman year in college, I want to make sure that I'm doing it in a healthy way. And for the right reasons. Yes. I want to make sure that I'm doing it for in a healthy way and for the right reasons. I really like, I really admire that. Like, I really do because... Ali and I, we're not, we're not gym girls. Like, oh no, we're not. And now, I, whenever I was I in high school, I used to like. Well, we we're both athletes. Yeah, we were both athletes, and so like, mm-hmm. whenever I was playing tennis, we used to have to run a mile almost every other practice right. or over the summer we would run a mile mm-hmm. every single practice as soon as we got there we would stretch run a mile and then we would play um for positions and then just rally back and forth with each other but that was just something that was really normal for me but I also was not eating properly at right. all and so it was just like a lot of activity and like no on nutrition no, on no fuel no nutrition yes. and so I want to make sure that if I do ever decide to go back to the gym and if I do ever decide that I'm going to work out heavily that I'm doing it in a very healthy way that's good for Um, your body that's good for your body and also good for your health Mm -hmm. um physically and mentally because you have to make sure that you're treating your body kindly and to make sure that you're also treating your mind kindly yeah um and i'm not saying that i'm not at a point where i can do that but i'm at a point where i'm okay with how i look i really think we should have kelsey and maybe john come back on and maybe do an episode about nutrition yeah because the two of them two of they're dating and they're two of our best friends they're very very knowledgeable about food and mm-hmm. like what works for your body heather too because heather's a great example as well yeah, our old heather, boss heather, um heather too. because kelsey has taught me a lot about well so i guess i think we should go into kind of like how you accepted everything about you and and but for me it's like we're opposite in the way that like Maybe on the surface, it looks like, to an extent, I have that super skinny, like, body type. Right. But there are things about, like, my body still that I wish were different. Like, whenever I say this, people always roll their eyes. But for my body, (laughs) my weight goes into my hips. So, like, I don't have, like, this. Like, I have a little bit, and it's not an hourglass. There's just a little bit there, and it always bothers me. So, whenever I wear, like, bikini bottoms, I always yank them bees up. (laughs) <laughs> because if not, like, there'll be, like, a little, a little, a little poof, bitch, right? you know? And I hate that. But things like that. And then, like, and I don't people, have boobs. And I know? know for a fact that people look at you and they're just like, bitch, that is not a real yes, problem. Yes, But that is a real problem for some people. Yes. And you can't just think, like, oh, this bitch is skinny. She but doesn't have any issues. She I've doesn't have any problems. She doesn't in the think mirror. about herself any differently. Yeah. But I've never looked in the mirror and been like, no. Like, this has got to change. But there's definitely things that, like weren't my favorite exactly like I have a syndrome in my eye where I don't have peripheral vision and so like sometimes my eyes will cross if I'm talking to you like and I like never that. really realized that until Jessica showed me her party trick and I was just like whoa mm-hmm. because that's what that's what it was called yeah so I, my <laughs> eye will like completely like cross into the other one or whatever but anyway the point is is that everyone has physical things that you wish were different different and I think what I learned from kind of myself and when I would change certain things about myself like there were times I dyed my hair like super light and then there was like a year-long period where I dyed my hair jet black and none of it helped (laughs) you know none of it made me feel any different any different about myself because at the end of the day it was whether I liked what I saw in the mirror or I didn't and little things I think they absolutely can help but it can't make that's not the whole thing yeah and and I feel like you get to a point where you like how you look in the mirror and sometimes it takes you changing your eating habits. Sometimes it takes you going to the gym. Sometimes it takes you deciding to, I don't know, drink something other than soda. Right. Like, to drink water. Like, sometimes it takes that for you to feel good about yourself. Or dressing you in a in way mirror. that is best for you. Heather was talking, our old yeah. boss again, was talking to us about this, how to dress for your body type. So I think yes. there are a lot of different things. But and sometimes, And sometimes it takes 
that for you to feel better about yourself whenever you look at yourself in the mirror. And that is fine. Mm -hmm. That is fine if that is what it takes. But that is not what it always has to take for you to feel well, for you to accept yourself to feel physically. Yes, that's not what it takes. Sometimes it takes you looking in the mirror like with me. It takes looking in the mirror and being like, I like how I look. Or I like how my body is filled out. I like how my butt looks in these jeans. I like how this looks here. I like... Yeah, it takes a little bit of time. It took me some time. It honestly mm-hmm. took until I was about 25-ish for me to be like, okay, like this is a steady weight that I'm going to continue to have for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. So let me just keep this and yep. make this healthy and make this... Make this beautiful make this for feel, me. Right. Make this my self like make this what yeah. I see for myself I have an affirmation for you people and for myself too because I use this sometimes because you know, like when you go through like ugly face days and you're like oh, my face it's the same face but why it's does it look bad face, right now but right now I feel like right. I look like right now I feel like I look like um a crematorium I also don't feel that pretty at this moment too which I guess is transparent but at the end of the day like I and I always I'll say this to myself like I am beautiful for me and that's good enough like if I feel beautiful enough for me if you feel then beautiful, I don't need to be beautiful for anybody else. If you else. feel what, Aliyah? Bitch, I was in English. If, <laughs> if you, you feel beautiful. If you feel beautiful, that should be enough. As long as you if feel beautiful. If you like what you see. anybody else. When I look into this mirror that I'm looking at on Jessica's desk right now, and I like what I see, and ch- that's I all that matters. You, people think you're beautiful. I guarantee fucking yeah. to you. Because Literally. every beauty is different to everyone. Like, I have met, and I'm going to use the example of, like, men, because I think a lot of times that kind of is what it boils down to, unfortunately. What? I've talked, well, look, wanting to look a certain way for the male eye. Or well, I guess in your case, the relate. female eye or whatever. I just look good for my eye. I but don't give a fuck. When you're growing up or like when oh, you're yeah. in that phase where you're like, <laughs> you I wonder what's look, most appealing. And for me personally, it was looking good to the public eye. Right. Or whatever it is. Yeah. You're always looking at somebody else. And, I, and I've talked to guys and they're like, you know, I really love like brunette women. I love brunettes. I love brunette women. And then you talk to other guys. You're like, I like the blondes. You talk to some guys. You're like, I like a big rack. Other guys are like, I kind of like the tiny titties. Like, you know what I mean? Like everybody. Or I like a fat ass. Everybody has and a different perception of what to them is is beautiful and I think so because of that you can't really base anything that you feel about yourself off of somebody else because everybody's opinion of what's beautiful or is everything and nothing and different I also think what made me feel a lot more confident in myself recently was the last relationship that I was in because I feel like um the last relationship that I was in was very beneficial for me as far as accepting myself physically because I was with someone who told me that I was beautiful every day. I was with someone that told me that I looked really good in a bodycon dress. I was with someone that told me that, fuck the world, you can wear a crop top if you want to wear a crop top or you can wear this if you want to wear this because you look beautiful in it and I feel like that also really helped having someone there that sees you for you and that sees you for not what you physically look like because physical beauty is not everything you can be physically beautiful and literally be a bitch or miserable absolutely just unbearable you're all beautiful like everyone is you are beautiful like that's the thing it blows my mind and I think we are moving towards that you know understanding that but I still look at people and I can tell when they look in a mirror they don't like what they see Mm -hmm. and because of this and I think this is kind of where we're headed I think a lot of that has to do with comparison it does so here's my first this is like the one thing I'll say and I know this is going to cause some problems Uh but this is like really what I I really believe in this delete tiktok delete it (laughs) and I know that's like what the fuck because when you look at these women that have no work done, no filter on, and they just look like that. And you're like, you what just, the you hell? You just woke up today and you're just like, I just woke up. The only thing that I've done is wash my ass and brush my teeth. I've done nothing with my hair, nothing mm-hmm. with my face. And you're giving Kendall Jenner a run for her money. Like, because how? Because I don't wake up like that. <laughs> but somebody else is looking at you. Not. But somebody else is looking at you. And because you're so used to your own features, you don't realize how striking you are to other people. That's because true. Because my friends and, and I, I have like that all is very prevalent told with me. you. My friends and I have always told Leah. My boyfriend has said this about Leah. She is so beautiful. <laughs> and she doesn't see it. And it's I'm like looking at the camera because I'm like, look at her. <laughs> I, I see it. 
And I understand that. But sometimes you just look at yourself and you're just like. Because you're used to your face. But right. to other people, so they're people, like. <gasps> and people are literally just like, beauty. Aaliyah, why would you say that? You look good every day. And I'm just like, yeah, sure, to you. But to me, not always. And I feel mm-hmm. like it's like that. Even the prettiest bitch in the world. Even Beyonce. Well, maybe not Beyonce. Because Beyonce knows she's a bad bitch. But may, let's say Beyonce even wakes up some days. She's just like. She probably does. You know, Jay, I'm really not feeling she my, like myself. Does. And then Blue Ivy has to come in there and be like. Mama, you're a bad bitch. Let's go. Yeah. And, you know, that's I mean, I'm sure that's exactly what happens. Absolutely what um, happens. No, but seriously, I would say delete any form of social media. Unfollow people. TikTok that... is so terrible whenever it comes to body Yeah, it does. Holy I... shit. Or just even just like the the definition this, the of beautiful. The kids in this generation and the things that they have to compare themselves to. Don't get me started. Is absolutely awful because I look at girls on TikTok and then, you know, it's always really funny to swipe and be like, oh, how old are you? And it's like 15. I'm just like, why the fuck? I did not look like that at 15. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't look now. like that at 15. I mean, that's why I deleted it because I felt like it wasn't good for me. Like it wasn't yeah, no. good for me to look at people and want how and want they had all the money. And or they had like money from TikTok, but or you know just I mean? like rich money, or like just even like college money. girls who I, or who have like these beautifully furnished houses. And I, Holy you know, or relationship stuff and you see these girls posting their relationship where their boyfriend like basically like puts them on a ferris wheel and like does and like fireworks (laughs) and And then i'm looking at cole and i'm like where's my fireworks you know it wasn't good for me why aren't you pushing me on the ferris because you also know that those people behind the scenes those couples still have fights they those girls that you think are the most beautiful people and sometimes those are the people in the most miserable ass relationships and that is so sad to say and sad to see but you cannot look at somebody there. I don't think there's anyone whose relationship that I look at and I'm just like that. That is what I want for myself because I don't because I think it is not good to do that. Like, it's not good to look at a relationship and be like, I want to be like such and such or I want to have a relationship like them. Like, no, you don't because no. you don't know what happens. Because well, you're also a doors. different person. Like that too. People are also different and you can't expect anyone to look the way that you look or want to look the way that they look or have the relationship they, Stop that they have. Stop idolizing people for their bodies or their relationships and just, if you idolize them for anything, idolize them for being a role model or being who they are yeah. or being true to themselves. That's why I love Ari Linux. I think if you go into a bar or a party or a restaurant or anywhere you go, look at all the women in the room. Survey the room. Realize... That every woman in this room looks different, acts different, smiles different, is a different size, is a different hair color. Different life experiences. And then realize that you think that they're all beautiful. Yeah. So add yourself into that group. Because you, you are, are also part of that. Because whenever, because I'm sure whenever they're also looking back at a room like how you're looking back at a room, they're just like, She's all these beautiful. women are beautiful. Yeah. And they're, they're but it's just perspective. It's literally perspective. Because I, I do think on social media, you get a similar kind of woman. And while yes. those women are also beautiful. Very similar type. You look in real life situations, like these public situations, and you're like, oh my God, like everybody here looks different. And yet everybody to me, there's no one's better than the other. Everybody here is just beautiful, beautiful in their own way, and you have to be beautiful for you. Not for anyone else. And you know what's another pet peeve of mine? If anyone knows me, they know that I really love makeup. I love doing my makeup. I love feeling good. I love being able to change up my makeup. That's what makes me feel the most confident. Mm-hmm. I don't have to have makeup on to feel confident because underneath this makeup, I look the exact same, um, and it does not take makeup for me to feel confident. But anyways, whenever I go to work sometimes, people are just like, you do your makeup every day? Yes, and I do. Why do you do it every day? You trying to impress somebody? Absolutely not. I do uh, it yeah. for myself. I hate that. Because whenever I put on makeup and whenever I take my time and I get ready for the day, that's what makes me feel beautiful. That's what makes me feel like, okay, Leah, you're ready to take on the right. day. And it does, like I just said, it does not take me putting on makeup to make me feel like I'm ready to take on the day. Yeah. But it's just like the little things. Like it honestly is washing my face. Washing my face, putting on a moisturizer, and just being like, Boom. Yep. Skin glowing, skin looking good. Now we're going to heighten it and enhance it and throw some makeup on. So don't, all, what makes you feel beautiful, if makeup is what makes you feel beautiful, or if buying expensive clothes and expensive shoes and or like physically looking good, spending money on your hair, if that is what makes you feel beautiful, then do that and fuck with the rest thing. Because, because we're beautiful for who? We're beautiful in our own ways and you're being beautiful for yourself. You're beautiful for your you, baby. fucking for self and you. if that's what it takes and if that's what beauty is to you then let it be that run with it yeah for me it's like 
I always love like that no makeup makeup look and like a hoodie like that for me I'm like I feel yeah. so cute when I'm like have like a like a little bit of makeup on and then like I have like a hoodie like I don't know why like that just for me I feel like adorable <laughs> I feel like a pea little thing I'm like five nine if you didn't know <laughs> and, and no world am thing. I a pea but it makes me feel like a little pea so. <laughs> Basically, like a little pee. Never compare yourself. Don't do I that. mean, I know it's so easy, but it's I, very detrimental. It can be yeah, very detrimental. Take away the tangible things that keep you comparing. And if deleting TikTok and deleting Instagram or deleting Twitter or whatever it is for you that it's going to take, do it. Do it. It's worth it. Or just like lay off on it for a little bit if it's if that is honestly what's dragging you down and if that is what's making you think so poorly of yourself. And even if it's not social media and if it's like family members or if it's friends you need to check distance those people yourself. in your life yeah and distance yourself or just tell them straight up like i don't like whenever you do this right. or i don't like the fact that you said this stand up for yourself because that might that might be what it takes for you to have that self-acceptance that you need take a to step continue back. to prosper yeah. and to grow and to get to your the best version, version of, of yourself you. yeah, yeah for sure that's so. sometimes that's what it takes and it's a little harsh but you know, life ain't you easy. You have to take do. those yeah. steps. You have to take those risks. Cut people out of your life that are bringing you down. Whenever it comes to self acceptance, whether it's internally or physically, or it, comparing yourself or all three, like whether it's any of those different facets, you need to make sure that the people that are in your life are going to help you get to where you want to be and want you to be beautiful for you. Like yeah, they don't you. try and take away from. The beauty. From what makes you feel confident. Right. So, and I feel like I really have a good circle of people in my life that I I know want me to do whatever I think is most beneficial for me. Mm -hmm. And so comparison is the thief of joy. And I hope none of you, you know, don't think you're beautiful because I think you are. So I think you are too. Because I'll tell you that you are because I I truly mean that. Like I actually mean that like in real life. I try and tell people that as much as I can, but... Yeah, with all that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Sorry about our intermission. Another super informal one, but a good one still. I think we're a little more structured this time. A little more structured, but like informal in the sense where it's not just like, here's what we're going to talk about. Now we're going to segue into point 1B. Right, yeah, no, we're not doing that. So this is a little long, but I. And that's okay. We were told that long was good. Long is good. Long. Ladies, it's not about the size of the boat, but the motion in the ocean. John's going to love you for that. Yeah, he is. That was for you, John. (laughs) Love that. All right. We love you guys so, so much. Make sure that you follow us on Instagram at Unlicensed Podcast. Make sure that you subscribe to us on Spotify. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Yes. And follow us on Apple Podcasts. Leave a comment. Follow us on Instagram. I feel like a stupid YouTuber. Smash that like button. (laughs) Who says smash that like button? Jake Paul. Double tap. Oh, not Jake. <laughs> Jake Paul. Dear God. So, Sorry about it. Anyways. It's unscripted. It's unapologetic. It's, it's unlicensed, unlicensed podcast. podcast.